Nolan Investigations. I run that Boston-based detective agency that my dad started many years ago. Now that dad is retired, it's up to me, and my mom Gladys, to keep this place in the black. I've seen a lot of strange things in my time here, and I never know what the next knock on the office door is going to bring. I'm Jim Nolan, Private Eye. Misfits Audio is proud to present Jim Nolan, Private Eye. Episode 17 is entitled, The Kid. What do you mean you can't find it, Louie? Just that, sir, maybe, maybe he went outside. No, he's here. I know it. Another one of your feelings, Mr. Morgan? Are you making fun of what I believe? Uh, No, 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 sir. I I would never do that. Honest. Yeah, see that you don't. Never be quick to dismiss things you don't understand. Remember that. Keep at it. Uh, But me and the boys have looked everywhere for him. Then look again. Tear this house apart if you have to. A boy can hide in a lot of places. I want that kid dead. I'm scared, Mr. Nolan. Okay, don't worry. But that big man, the one with the gray hair, he said he wants me dead. Not while I'm around. You've got your gun. Why don't you use it like those guys on TV do? I don't like the odds. I can't tell for certain through this little hole in the wall, but it looks like there are five of them out there, and I'm sure they're all armed. Just stay quiet. Soon they'll get back in their cars and go. But... Shh, Brian. Jim Nolan is in hiding, a logical decision since he's greatly outnumbered by armed thugs, unfortunately for Jim and the boy named Brian, who we'll learn all about soon. They may have been discovered by men intent on killing the lad. We'll find out how our hero came to be in this predicament in Misfits Audio's latest Jim Nolan private eye mystery, The Kid. We now take you back approximately 48 hours. A new client, Mr. Daniel Sutton, has arrived at the Devonshire Street office of Nolan Investigations. Please, sit down. Thanks. Can I get you something to drink? Some coffee? Nah, no thanks. I'm fine. What can I do for you? I was wondering if you might be available for hire. For what in particular? The Roberts case. Have you heard about it? They're the couple who vanished recently, right? That's correct. I heard on the news that they're rumored to have mob ties. Yeah, they do. Kyle Roberts is an old friend of mine. 
At dinner the other night, he told me that he and his wife, Joan, wanted to turn state's evidence. He said things were getting awfully bloody lately, and he wanted out of the organization. Who were they turning state's evidence against? Frank Morgan. Do you know him? Only by reputation. He's a long-time big shot in local organized crime. Why did the Roberts ask you about getting out of the mob? Well, I'm an attorney. I do a lot of work with local law enforcement. I kind of have the connections they'd need. What did you tell them to do? Well, I set up a meeting with the DA for the next morning. They... I never made it. A car was found in a drainage ditch. There were bullet holes in a windshield, but no sign of either of them. Blood? Not a drop that the police found. Do you think Morgan had them snatched before they could talk? Yeah, it makes sense. I only hope they're still alive, for Brian's sake. Brian? Their six-year-old son. I don't see how this involves me, Mr. Sutton. What do you want? Have you ever done any bodyguard work? A little. Brian has no family besides his missing parents. Kyle asked that I keep an eye on the boy if anything ever happened to him. I've taken some time off from the firm, and I've been staying at the family's house in Newton with Brian. Unfortunately, something's come up, and I need to leave town. Are you asking me to watch the kid? Only for the weekend. 48 hours. 48 hours. Friday night until Sunday night. I have to go to Springfield on a case. There's no way around it. I can't very well leave Brian alone, and... (laughs) He certainly can't come with me. This sounds like babysitting. Not at all. I'm concerned that Morgan may be planning to grab Brian in my absence. Why do you think that? Well, I've received some disturbing hang-up phone calls at odd hours and seen some suspicious-looking cars cruising the street at night. Have you contacted the police? Yes. They told me that they can't spare officers for an entire weekend on the chance that something might happen and suggested that I hire private security. Lieutenant Walter Carmichael. He gave me a name. Did he? I won't lie to you, Mr. Nolan. This could be a very dangerous assignment. What threat could a six-year-old boy pose to a guy like Morgan? Well, some people say that, um... Some people say... what? They say that Brian is... psychic. Are you kidding me? Not at all. You mean he tells fortunes, reads tea leaves, and plays with tarot cards? You're thinking more of a fortune teller. I personally have never seen one bit of evidence that Brian possesses any powers, but some people have said... Powers? What kind of powers are we talking about? Telekinesis, for one. What's that? It's the ability to move objects with only the power of the mind. You mean that if he thought this coffee mug of mine would look better, say, over on the radiator, he could think about it and it would move there on its own? Precisely. (laughs) Mob boss. Afraid of a six-year-old boy. A very special six-year-old boy. That remains to be seen. It doesn't make much sense to me either, but that's all I can think of. I can't imagine that Brian has any evidence about Morgan that would be damaging to him. Aside from his possible psychic abilities, Brian Roberts is a normal, rather soft-spoken, friendly six-year-old. These powers of his sound like a lot of bunk to me. Whether you believe in what Brian may be able to do is of little consequence, Mr. Nolan. The fact remains that he needs protection. Will you take the case? I told Mr. Sutton about your rates, Jim. He had no problem with them. Thanks, Helen. He left this information. Address, phone number, and when he'll need you at the house. Thanks. Is something wrong? 
This bodyguard work I'm doing is for a six-year-old boy. Who wants to hurt a little boy? It looks like organized crime's involved. Why? If Mr. Sutton is to be believed, we're dealing with a very unusual child. How so? Supposedly he's psychic. Really? (laughs) It sounds like a crock to me. Why do you think that? You believe in this stuff? I'm not saying I don't. I've always read a lot. I try to keep an open mind on any topic and believe in it until something or someone proves to me that it's false. Have you ever witnessed something psychic? No, but I've heard and read stories of such things from some very educated people. I don't have enough evidence to decide yes or no, so I settle for maybe. Have time for a shine, Lenny? Sure, Mr. Nolan. Hop up into a chair. Oh, these shoes are looking pretty bad. Worn. Don't I know it. Private detective work is tough on shoe leather. You should probably get some new ones. Not in the budget right now. (laughs) I understand. I'll do the best I can with what little you have. Thanks. So, what do you know? It depends. You pay a little, I know a little. You pay a lot. What do you know about Frank Morgan? (laughs) Enough. I've shined his shoes a few times. I keep my mouth shut and listen. What do you hear? Anyone can hear. I listen. There's a big difference. Spill the beans. His real name is Francesco Morganelli. He changed it when his family came to the States in the early 60s. Italian, huh? No, he's a Swede. With a name like that, of course he's Italian. It was a rhetorical question. He must have worked hard at losing the accent. There's hardly a trace of it from what I heard. Do you know anything about his habits, his personality? I can tell you that he's superstitious. How do you know that? Like I said, I've shined his shoes. He knocked down my stand a few times, for luck, once when he was talking with a pal of his. When he left, I saw him circle around a ladder. And I think he was being careful not to step on the cracks in the sidewalk. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. (laughs) You got it. I know a lot of guys like that. They're afraid of all kinds of junk. Thirteenth floor, spilling salt, ghosts. For me, there's enough real stuff in the wild to be worried about. Hey, Mr. Nolan? Mr. Nolan will take good care of you until I come back, okay? Okay. I'll see you both around six on Sunday. We'll be fine. You'd better get going. You listen to Mr. Nolan, Brian. He'll keep you safe. Yes, Mr. Sutton. Mr. Nolan? Call me Jim. Oh, I can't do that. Why not? My teachers say that I should always call any man older than I am, Mr. That's nice of you, but I'm hardly ready for rocking chat ashore yet. It doesn't matter. You are older than me. So I should be respectful. (laughs) All right. What's for dinner? You haven't eaten yet? No. Can we go get some burgers? You know we can't do that. 
I'm under strict instructions not to let you leave the house. You can't blame a kid for trying. Can you cook me something? I suppose, but I'll, you know, I'll have to look around the kitchen and see what you have. Are you a good cook? I'm passable. It won't be the Ritz, but it'll be filling. There you are. Does this have tomato in it? No, it doesn't. Good. I don't like grilled cheese sandwiches with tomato. Me neither. Eat up. Do you like me, Mr. Nolan? Sure. Yeah, you're okay. Some kids at school don't like me. Why not? They they think I'm weird. Don't don't pay any attention to them. You're fine. Do you have any children? No, I'm not married. Who's Trudy? What? Trudy. Where did you... The name just came to me when you said you weren't married. Stuff like that happens sometimes. Who is she? She is... Was my, my fiancé. What happened to her? She was killed. Like my mom and dad. We don't know for certain... Does it hurt to remember her? It does. When was the last time you thought about Trudy? <laughs> what time is it? <sighs> I, I think about it all the time. Every day. Sometimes, when I think about my parents, my belly hurts from missing them so much. Is that how you feel? That's about right. Does it get better? It does. You learn to deal with it. You have to go on. That's what I've told myself since she died. You're Trudy, and my mom and dad. I guess that's something we have in common, huh? I guess so. things going, Jim? Fine so far. Where's the boy? He's in bed. Last I checked on him, he was asleep. Have you seen any indication of his powers? I sure have. <gasps> what happened? I'll tell you when I'm back at the office. So, you're a believer now? Let's say uh, I'm not such a skeptic any longer. Any hang-up phone calls? Not a one. And no sign of any suspicious traffic. Maybe Morgan has given up. It could mean he's given up, or it could mean he's ready to make his move. I hope you're right. Good morning. Morning. You had some eggs in the fridge, so that's what's for breakfast. <laughs> I hope you like them scrambled, because that's how they turned out. They look good to me. Thanks. I have a gift, Mr. Nolan. Is that what you call it? A gift? That's what my mom calls it. I wish I could use it when I want to. It just happens sometimes. These eggs are good. Glad you like them. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do for luck. 
That's not a good sound. Is it the bad men? It looks that way. Come with me, please. Where? I know a place to hide. A place where we'll be safe. Where is it? A little crawl space under the stairs. Come on. They'll find us if we don't hide. Mr. Morgan, sir? I hope you're not here to tell me that you can't find the boy. <clears throat> uh, yes, sir, that, that's why I'm here, I'm afraid. You wanted more evidence that he's here, Louis? More than what I believe? Well, that's not necessary. Feel these scrambled eggs. They're still warm. Right, and so is that frying pan on the stove. He's nearby. There's physical evidence, like these things. And then there's evidence of the heart. Evidence of the spirit. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to doubt you, sir, but this is the United States, and we The think U.S. could learn some things from the old country. Follow me. Okay, everybody, stop what you're doing and listen up. I guess the kid isn't here. Uh, you just said that... I still want him dead, but today isn't the day. We'll find him soon. Let's get out of here. I told you that was a good hiding spot. Wow. What a mess. They really tore this place up. Let me call Lieutenant Carmichael. Not so fast. Morgan! I'm surprised that old trick worked. Make a loud announcement that you're leaving, let everyone else go but stay yourself. They'll come out of hiding. Mr. Nolan? Nolan? Jim Nolan from Devonshire Street? That's right. Nolan, drop the gun. <laughs> I knew if I kept waiting that Fed would leave. Fed? The Fed who's been watching over this kid. The one with the expensive suit and the briefcase. Is that why you didn't barge in here earlier? I'm not dumb enough to kill a Fed. I don't need the trouble. How did you know I wasn't a Fed? <laughs> what, with that cheap suit and that old jalopy outside? No way. <laughs> Where are Mr. and Mrs. Roberts? Are they alive? Yeah, they're alive. For now. I thought I'd grab the kid and make it a family-style execution. That would teach everyone never to mess with me. Brian's six years old for crying out loud. I would think even the mob would have standards. You shut your mouth. He knows nothing about the work his parents did for you. He's no threat. No. How about these powers of his? You don't believe that garbage, do you? Of course I do. Back in Italy, my whole family does. Who knows what this boy can do? I'm not taking any chances. I didn't get to where I am by leaving loose ends. Say your prayers, Nolan. No! What the f- Out like a light. Call the police, Brian. Ask for Lieutenant Carmichael. 
Tell him I need him here right away. Now that we have Morgan, we'll find your parents. Yes, sir! Every chamber is full. How could the gun have misfired five times in a row? Brian, did you- I'll be right there, Mr. Nolan. The line's ringing now. No, he, he couldn't have. Starring our regular cast, Russell Gold as Jim Nolan and Katie Daynert as the narrator. Guest starring in this episode were Kim Giannopoulos as Helen Bagley, D.T. Kelly as Frank Morgan, Denny Brownlee as Louie, Katie Daynert as Brian Roberts, James Lorenz as Mr. Sutton, and Peter Cat as Lenny. Jim Nolan, Private Eye, was created by Mike Murphy and Arlene Osborne. The Kid was written by Mike Murphy. The Jim Nolan, Private Eye theme was composed and performed by Vivian Dosco. Please hear more of her wonderful music at myspace.com slash Vivian Dosco. That's V-I-V-I-A-N-D-O-S-K-O-W. Producer, Captain John Tadrzak. Assistant producer, Mike Murphy. Mixer, John Specht. Script editor, Arlene Osborne. Webmaster, April Sadowski. Art director, Alexa Chipman. Thanks to Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy, the author of this story, gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. I'm your narrator, Katie Daynert. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2012. All rights reserved.